Todd Battaglia from SOS. Doctor, thanks so much for uh, for coming on. And, you know, it's uh, it's that time of year, right? It's March Madness, conference tournaments going on. A lot of teams are playing, you know, back-to-back days. We're, we're about to see Syracuse uh, hopefully play a, a bunch of days in a row. They'd have to win four days and four nights uh, to win this ACC tournament. W- with that, with playing so many games in a short period of time, are there are there certain injuries, Doctor, that are more likely to, to take place for these athletes? Uh, so, you know, I don't know if there's any specific injuries. I would say that they're, that the risk goes way up. You know, the issue is with these guys playing, you know, games 24 hours apart, there's no recovery time in between. So every, every little muscle strain, every rolled ankle, uh, there's not really a lot of time to rehab or, or to, to sort of let these things calm down. So you tend to get a lot of accumulation of these little injuries that normally wouldn't be a big deal, suddenly taking on a bigger role and, and becoming more, more bothersome. You know, you, you often hear uh, coaches say, well, they're, they're young kids, they'll be fine. Or, you know, somebody played 40 minutes or an overtime game goes 45 minutes. Ah, oh, he'll, he'll be fine as a young kid. Is, is there tr- truth to that, that, that you know, a, a college athlete, his body recovers, you know, more quickly and doesn't get as tired as, let's say, an athlete who, you know, maybe a pro athlete who's in his 30s? Is, is, is that true or is that kind of an old wives' tale? No, there there is actually truth to that. I mean, these kids aren't aren't supermen, obviously, or superwomen, but uh, even on a biological level, you know, they, their their tissues, their tendons, and their ligaments are more flexible, have better blood supply, things heal faster, can tolerate more more you know high level energy uh, when they absorb you know hits and and twists and those kind of things. So, you know, it's no guarantee that they're going to be fine, but but there is no doubt you heal faster and better when you're twenty than when you're thirty and. Obviously, not when you're 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I hear, I hear that. I hear that all too well. Uh, uh, so last night, Knicks point guard Jalen Brunson he sat out uh, as uh, as New York uh, beat Boston in Boston last night for their ninth straight win. But he was out with foot soreness after rolling his ankle in the prior game. How does a rolled ankle kind of impact the foot itself? And um, I, I would imagine it's it's not a serious injury. But what kind of rehab can he be doing to to get back on the court here in the next few days? Yeah, hopefully it's not a big one because because he's been having a heck of a yeah. season here. But um, the uh, you know when you roll your ankle, typical thing that happens is the foot kind of heads inward and the ankle goes outward. So you end up stretching that outer side of the ankle. Uh, that exact mechanism is the same sort of thing that can tend to cause injuries along the outer side of the foot. There's some tendons you strain over there, uh, and it's also the same way you get some of those fractures on the outside of the foot. I'm not sure if you guys ever heard of what's called a Jones fracture, yeah. but it's a it's a break on that outer bone of the foot, which is, you know, it's a season ender, almost automatically surgical for anybody that does that. So, you know, hopefully that's not what we're dealing with. And this is just a little, a little strain of what might be a perineal tendon or one of those tendons on the outside. Uh, but that same sort of rolled ankle puts a lot of stress on the outer side of the foot too. And if it's just something minor like that, hopefully a little treatment and you know, it'll be back in a few days. All right. Over the weekend, we saw uh, John Bones Jones make his uh, big return, uh, a very impressive return to UFC. Obviously, Arthur and Chandler's brother, and you know, put up forty three pounds uh, since his his last uh, bout, and and was able to move up to the heavyweight division. Uh, what are healthy ways for an athlete like him to gain weight? And what happens to your body when you when you put on so much extra weight? What are some things he needs to look out for? Yeah, right. I think it's different when he gains 40 pounds versus when I gain 40 pounds. But, uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, just the type of weight you gain, you want it to be the right weight. Any any of us can go out and start, you know, 
drinking 10 milkshakes a day and have 40 pounds on within a few months. That's that's all going to be fatty weight. That That's not helping anybody. Sure. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure he gained that with a very, very regimented uh, uh, nutritional plan, lots of protein, lots of lifting, making sure that as much of that weight as possible is muscle mass and not and not just, you know, weight. Uh, but it does. It, it adds to your frame, and it, it puts more stress on your joints and on your ligaments, particularly your knees and your ankles and stuff. Uh, so, you know, we, we see a lot of just, you know, normal middle-aged folks in here who whose knees are hurting the more their arthritis is flaring up because, oh, yeah, I have gained 20 pounds in the last couple of years. Uh, there's no doubt that it puts more strain on the system. All right, we're starting to make that transition now, Doctor, from the winter into the spring as, you know, lacrosse is starting up, you know, Major League Baseball is right around the corner. Are there certain injuries that that you see in the spring that are maybe more common to spring sports than you would necessarily see with winter sports? For sure, and I'd kind of put it into maybe two different categories. One is just the the types of injuries we see with specific sports. So obviously with spring starting, particularly baseball, you know, that tends to bring out a lot of the shoulder injuries and the thrower-type injuries kind of things. Um, And although we've got contact sports and lacrosse going on in the the spring, we tend not to see as much of the the contact type of injury as we would when football season is going full bloom. So the, the type of activities going on affects it. But the other thing we tend to see a lot of is you know sort of in the in the middle aged folks the 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 you know recreational weekend athletes uh, who have sat around all winter and then the weather starts to get nice and they decide it's time to start taking up a running program again or get back into softball or whatever the case may be a lot of these these sort of overuse and stress injuries simply from not having done anything for many months and then and then trying to ramp up again. Uh, one last one for me I, I saw this question in in the chat section at, at QSportsTalk.com. One of our listeners wanted to know if you can have a bone without any discoloration yes absolutely uh bone bone bruises are uh not only common for instance uh you know, lacrosse goalie gets hit in the knee with a with a shot or something. Now they'll usually have some external sign of that too, some discoloration. But you get very classic bone bruises with a shoulder dislocation, with a, an ACL tear, with a kneecap dislocation. Just internally, the way the bones suddenly shift and and sort of clunk into each other very briefly, you get a very classic bone bruise pattern on the MRI. There will be no outward bruising visible at all. All right. Informative stuff as always. Uh, doctor, thanks so much for coming on. We uh, we appreciate it. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. So have a we, good day, guys. You as well. Have a good week. We'll, uh, we'll do our weekly SOS house call uh, next Monday as well. That's Dr. Todd Battaglia with SOS.